On you, pal. Um, no, nah, I can't do it. Now nah, the lights are on. No, I'd have, to, I'd have to see it. Like, I'd have to see it, and I, could, I would do it. What do you mean? You see what? Like, I hear you do it every time, but, like, I'd have to see the script in order for me like, oh, yeah. That's what he's saying. Okay. Well, I'm leaving that part in. Welcome back to Division One Rejects. That was Cade Manzo uh, folding under the lights and the pressure. This is episode 108. Uh, joined by himself, Cade Manzo and Trevor Lee tonight. Cade. Breaking news. No, we're not starting with that shit. Tonight's episode, <laughs> we do not have a guest for you, um, but we do have some other pieces to talk about. Trevor, stop fidgeting with your microphone. We've got preseason All-Americans from the College Football Network. You saw us partner with them to release the top 25 rankings for Division Two, Division Three, and NAI football mm-hmm. last week. Uh, our guy Michael over there also just released the first and second team uh, All-Americans offense and defense. We're going to take a look at and review those today. That's kind of our piece for small college football. And kind of on that note, we were talking about it before this, uh, from this point forward, we're going to take a team at the D2 and the D3 level, potentially NAI. we'll see, we work that one in, um, and we're going to highlight them, one a week, and we're going to bounce all around, you don't have to raise your hand, this isn't class, we're going to bounce all around and deep dive into these teams and try and provide some type of intellectual analysis about these guys, what is it that you're so eager to get out of Dude, your Dude, I just got a great idea, because we are sitting here talking before, you know, okay. we started rolling, but... We're like, think about what teams to pick. Let's just put out a thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like a, a two-series thing. Like poll? One team against one team in D2 and another team against another team in D3. You know, like a poll. Like who would win? And then, No, 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 no. Just like a fan vote. Like who, what team should we, you know, go on? Oh, that? okay. And then just have the, I like have the people do it. You know what I mean? We like, could do that. post it on Twitter. that. And the same teams on Instagram and like threads even now. Yeah. You know, dude? Yeah. So. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like we had this conversation before and staged that whole bit. No, but like, we, I literally <laughs> just said that. Like I was... Yeah. No, that's not a bad idea. But I mean, either way, however way we get around to it, check the socials. Instagram is Division One Rejects. Twitter is D One Underscore Rejects. Threads is, I guess, the same as Instagram. Correct? It's through Meta. So, yeah, I mean, um, but anyways, know. check those for polls. If we do end up going that route, we probably will. I like that idea. Um, but we will be diving into Division Two and Division Three teams on each episode moving forward. So check uh, Tuesday that episode comes out. Uh, we will have something by then. Hopefully, something posted. But if there's a team on there that we should cover. Um, and don't just do it because you play there or your son or brother or some relative plays there. If they're not remotely competitive, we're not going to talk about them. That's just not – that's not news. You know what I mean? Mm, Is that fair? Yes. I mean, unless, that, like, that some, unless something sick's happening. You yeah, know? no, if it's a big-time yeah. story, yeah. But, like, we're not out here, like, talking about just – we have to talk about competitive and, and – good football teams out here but besides the point the rest of today's episode we got a college football team that just remade top gun not something i thought i would say trevor sent it to me earlier today thankfully it was sweet shot for shot remake even got the miles teller dance down was it really like that like shot for shot like, I, 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 I didn't vaguely, put it side by side i vaguely remember it right i vaguely yeah. remember it like that it looked pretty good to me um otherwise there's a big i was gonna say a new rule there's like three new rules on division one official visits when it comes to recruiting and the numbers are absurd. So we're going to get into all that. Um, again, check the socials for those polls. We'll dive into some teams as we get on moving through these episodes. But as always, you can watch this episode on YouTube. If you are, fast forward to any of those topics using the timestamps on the bottom of the video there. Otherwise, listen pretty much anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Check us out on threads. Damn it. Um, but let's jump right into this thing, guys. We can go uh, start this thing off right with the preseason All-Americans. And we'll go on the Division Two side first. The first team. Offense. Those would be the first ones that we bring up. And speaking of the devil, there they are. Headlined by quarterback John Matoka, the reigning Harlan Hill winner from Colorado Mines. That is a team that I'm sure in the near future we will end up talking about because that offense is absolutely dynamic. The only thing that can stop them, the dogs. 
from Ferris State in that championship game. That was not the result I was expecting, having watched the Mines make their way to the playoffs, dodge and dip and duck and dodge past each and every dip. team. <laughs> but that offense is seriously incredible. Um, and moving down the list here, Jada Byers from Virginia Union, Dwayne McGee from Lenore Ryan. That offense in the sack is poised to have a really large year. Uh, the flex, TJ Davis from Nebraska Kearney, excuse me. Wide receiver, Max McLeod from Colorado Mines, going back to that offense. That was like, I'm trying to think of an analogy, potentially at the pro level or the big time. Cup? Yeah, like that. that's not Where bad. That's actually pretty, uh, it's not bad, uh, analogy-wise. Max I've McLeod. Never seen, I've never seen the, the kid, you know what I mean? You didn't watch any of their games last year? Well, I watched the national champion, or the Ferris. Ferris I got team. you, I got you. But Ferris played him, right? Come on in, Jim, hop on the couch. Yep. Special guests. There you are. Come on, yeah. We're going over D2 All-Americans. Um, but McLeod was the guy this year as far as the Mines offense is concerned. And he was on the other side. They had talented wide receivers and skilled positions across the board. Obviously, you don't make it to the national championship um, without a very balanced attack. Yes. <laughs> but Max McLeod was a guy who extremely good deep threat, efficient route runner, um, good releases, like Kind of the complete package as far as the wide receiver game is concerned. But we can continue to, to come down the list there. Uh, Marquise Gray from Southeast Oklahoma State. Peyton Brown from Davenport, wide receiver. So we got a wide receiver from Davenport on the D1R athletes that uh, we know is a dog in Preston Smith. You add him to that mix with Peyton Brown, and that offense is going to be very intriguing this year because is Jackson, is uh, or not Jackson, what's his name, Whitaker? Uh, is yeah, he coming back? I don't uh, I believe he's done, right? He only had one year. I don't know. Can you fact check that for me real quick while we're going through the list? I wish I could. The phone's dead. Ah, yes, it is. Oh, indeed. Jimmy will fact check for us. Jimmy Markham, there, we go, there he is. Yeah. Bring him in. Yeah, I uh, was <laughs> at the cabin with the family earlier today. So uh, Blessed. Know. Blessed to Maybe have you, you here. Um, but here. we'll we'll continue going down the list here as you as you look that up for me. But the Davenport offense is going to be yeah, is going to be sure. pretty has the potential to be pretty special. Um, their formula has certainly been interesting because they bring in a lot of new guys, man. Their turnover rate is crazy, and it's not just the players. We were talking to a kid that's coming here, and he said, hey, I had three coaches in three years at the same position. That's tough. That's really yeah. tough to deal with, right? Could you imagine doing that? Well, yeah, that'd be really hard. Like, I've had two already. You say, yeah. And that seems crazy. I can't imagine three. Like, some guys probably will have at least four when they're at Davenport. but Yeah. Totally. So keeping moving down this list here, look at Yogi Flager from McKendry. I don't remember. I do remember him. You do uh, remember him. What number? Freshman year. Uh, Bring the mic up there. I want to say, uh, not coming up. Yeah, there you go. I would think he was, I thought he was three. Yeah. I'm not sure. He, he, uh, he actually, I think he quote tweeted it. I saw his tweet. You can look at it probably. Did you? Yeah. Um, but keeping down that list here. Devin Garrison, Pittsburgh State. That's the team we're probably going to dive into next week. The uh, Gorillas ranked at number three, yeah. I believe. In They're the, good. Yeah. Or no, number four, I believe. Sorry, because it was Ferris, GB, Mines. Mines, and then Pittsburgh State. That team out of the MIAA, they've run that conference the last couple of years. Potentially one of the best stadiums in Division Oh, two. yeah. I, I saw that one. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Sweet. That's really cool. Good. That's really cool. Yeah. So cool. And possibly the coolest mascot in all of yeah, the Not going to lie. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. That is – theirs is sick. Um, they do the gorilla walk before the games. I don't know if you guys have seen, like, what? the Gamecock walk. It's not a real gorilla. I mean, is that what your is that where your heads went? No, I was thinking actually. I thought you said, they were when you all said like, gorilla walk. You know, you I thought they were that? all walking on like all fours. Out to the <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. 
No. So, like, they do the, I don't know if they call it the Garnet in Black Walk at South Carolina or the Gamecock Walk or whatever, but basically the whole team has this, like, long route to the stadium with fans on either side. And it's a really... Spartan Walk. Yeah, Spartan Walk. A great example. Great example. And it's a great idea if you have the fans for it. If you don't have the fans for it, it turns into a walk of shame and a depression walk. Um, But Pittsburgh State packs that bitch out every week. And the picture of the stadium, you look up... Yeah, you look up their stadium... They play good ball. People show up and they show out. And that walk to the stadium looks electric. So um, if we ever do some D1R on the road ever in the future, that will be one of the spots. Uh, rounding out the list, though, can you look? Mike Rigerman from Finley. A little GMAC representation there. Another Pittsburgh State gorilla there, Trace Jeffries. Um, I do believe he actually threw us a follow on the on the old Twitter the other day. Shout out to Shout Trace. Out. Shout out. Uh, Ty Cobb from Bemidji State. He's pictured on there. Offensive tackle. Hell of a baseball player. <laughs> uh, <laughs> O-lineman Blake Larson from Augustana. Then you have Jacob Bruce from West Florida. And Hunter Hayes from Nebraska Kearney. I wish I could provide more in-depth yeah. analyses on those fine gentlemen. I'm sure they're all fantastic players. I couldn't. Really couldn't. Trevor, anything to add? Um, I can't say I can go into much detail, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sure they're all great players. I was just saying he left it. <laughs> yeah. He left it on the note where I'm like, okay, you might get something out of them here. Um, that's okay. But that is the uh, the first team All-Americans as far as the offense is concerned. We'll look, take a look at the defensive side now, headlined by our guy, Abe yep. Swanson, out of Grand Valley. <laughs> and of the pod. you'll see another couple Division One Rejects athletes make this list, that being the second one down on that list, Ian Marshall. From Northern State, the defensive end that came mm-hmm. in from Oklahoma State shattered the single-season sack record and the single-game sack record for the Wolves over there, and we have the pleasure of playing him our last game this season, week 10? 11. 11. 11. We got 11 this year. So, shout-out the guys, Ian Marshall, Abe Swanson from Grand Valley, and then one more there, the newest Division One Rejects athlete we tweeted out right before we recorded this episode, Sean Stevens from Ferris State. Very interesting story with him. I won't give the whole piece because I'm hoping we get him on here and he says it for himself, but... This guy, man, super talented athlete. He has to step away from the game due to family reasons and files a personal grievance or a personal, uh, I'm forgetting the name of the waiver that you, uh, personal hardship waiver to the NCAA. They deny him. And so he's missing out on eligibility. He goes to West Liberty, tied for the most interceptions in Division II last year with eight. He had four in one game. He had four in one game. Four picks in one game is crazy. That was obviously the record for West Liberty. And West Liberty, reputable squad, but now, as you can see on the graphic here, making his way over to Ferris State, the back-to-back defending national champions, looking to three-peat this year. That's a huge pickup for their defensive secondary, and we are also very happy to have Sean as a part of the D1R athletes. So there's my spiel on the three guys here. I didn't really say anything about Abe, but do we need to say anything about Abe? Yeah, I mean, what he's we talked to him for a good... 30 minutes. I'm going to say, we got we got his yeah, ear that one. Yeah. Or he got ours. Shit, a little yeah. bit of both. Yeah, that was a good talk we had with him. Reigning All-American, though. D2 Don Hansen, All-American. And uh, he was probably one of the first and obvious picks for this list, hence why he's up there. Um, other guys in this list, though. There are more guys than our D1R athletes, but who the hell would we be if we didn't shout out our own guys? That'd be lame as right, hell. Yeah, I mean. Ah. Lubert Danellis, I can't read. There we go. Lubert Danellis from Benedict. We've got talk about Ian Marshall, Andre Jefferson from Lenore Ryan, another one uh, from down there. We've got Hunter O'Connor from Shadron State, Deshaun McCarthy, East Stroudsburg. There's Abe, Alex Kowalix from Wayne State, not our Wayne State. I just seen they dropped New Jersey's today. Those blacks, 
Yeah, I'm pretty sick. Yeah, we're gonna have to pull those up. If that was yeah. a good, that's a good piece. Yeah, I will. I, we should have. Yeah, you probably should have mentioned that. Earlier. Yeah, we're gonna add that to our list. That'll be later on. Those black jerseys from Wayne State are. Clean. It's weird saying Wayne State, like right? Yeah. Wayne State, Wayne State. Yeah, not the Wayne State in Detroit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Wayne both? State in the NSIC. I think I believe I could be wrong. I think this is. Is that Wayne State College? The yeah, one? they're Wayne State uh, College yeah, okay, as okay. opposed to university. So there yeah. has to be some sort of uh, yes, difference. There's there got to be. That'd be sure. way too confusing. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll take a look at those jerseys um, a little bit later. Definitely stick around for those. Um, as we move down this list more, Devin Rausch from East Central, and then you have J- JT Cavender. Now, this guy, there's a funny story behind this. He plays at West Texas A&M, and JT was at the conference in Baltimore with me, the NCAA student leadership uh conference and i had the pleasure of meeting jt and a couple of those guys he's like i mean as far as like looks go pretty unassuming dude but you like you shake dude's hand and you're like yeah this is one of those guys he's just one of those guys and uh had the chance to watch a little bit of his film um he's a dog obviously so i think we're gonna get have the chance to get him on the podcast here real soon real soon so shout out to jt down there at west texas another like stadium Oh my goodness! Do you see the one on our tweet when we put that out? Uh, I'm gonna look right now. I, I I was going through that. I can I, go ahead while we're talking yeah, about yeah. it. I can go ahead and pull it up. Like I, I West Texas A and M man. Just, like, forget who is who like on there. But my goodness. I mean, maybe we just do a segment on this afterwards <clears throat> of all the stadiums. Maybe we just resort to that. But that stadium, you can have a look for yourself. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but continuing to move on. Talked about Sean Stevens, our newest UNR athlete. Trey Morrison from Wingate. That's a team that has potential, again, in the sack to make a lot of things happen. Now, they're in the Mountain Division, which is the much less populated division as far as uh, winning teams go. That sounds really callous. The Mountain Division of the sack, the Southern Athletic Conference, Newberry, Wingate, Limestone, Lenore Rhine. All these teams who were like 7-3, 8-2 last year. Mm-hmm. The only reason they potentially didn't go into Phoenix is they're beating up on each other. Then you have Wingate on the other side of that conference in the Piedmont, I believe, the Piedmont division, and or sorry, the Mountain Division, and um, they're the ones that actually are dark horse, end up making a run, defeat the one seed in their super region, and went to, I believe, the quarterfinals in last year's playoffs. So, exciting stuff there. Excited for a big year from Wingate. And moving down, Daniel Bone from CSU Pueblo. Tristan Rankin from Mars Hill. Mars Hill had a big year last year, expecting a lot of things from them. Dylan Bartholomew from East Stroudsburg, another solid squad. I mean, which of these aren't? You got all Americans in your squad, you're going to be decent. Uh, Ross Brungart from Emporia State at uh, the punter position. The return specialist is Red Douglas from Shippensburg, and the long snapper is Blake Arnott from Newberry. So another uh, sack guy right there. Um, I don't imagine there is, guys, but does anything jump out to you about the list? I had to po- at least poise the question. Nothing? Um, let's see. Fair enough. Anyway, with that being said, the Division Two. Yeah, I mean, I don't, all American the thing is, if, if I knew people, like if I, knew, yeah. if I was watching them, you know, play and watch their film and shit, oh, then yeah, I, I saw yeah. That, yeah. So this is the Division Two, uh, all American offense quarterback Patrick. Sh- what I can't is that a Shegak? Yeah, Shegak from Delta State. I have not again. I can't personally say I've seen him play. I've seen what their team can do though, and last year they had a hell of a year down in they the, scored uh, the a Gulf lot South. Of points. I don't remember what they averaged. Yes. but I know they scored a lot of points the whole year. Yeah, you know what? I can actually pull that up right now because uh, their team had a quite the run last year in that Gulf South, and that's a conference that we don't usually associate with all the state, at least in the history, because you think Valdosta State, you think West Florida. In the last couple of years, those two teams have been absolute powerhouses in that conference. But last year, Delta State they go eleven and two. And you're like, wait a minute. 
They beat West Florida, who was number six in the country at the time, 45-42 to 42 in double overtime. Then they go and they play number 13, Valdosta State. They beat them 70-31. to 31. They beat them by 39 points, Valdosta, who just a couple years ago was in the national championship, right? Yeah. Then you go and you beat North Greenville, solid squad, West Alabama, Shorter, Mississippi College. They play at or they play against, sorry, on all home games. Number 15, West Georgia. Beat or that, sorry, that was one of their two losses. Lost by 10 points to West Georgia. Then they go into the playoffs, Fayetteville State. The rematch against the University of West Florida was ultimately their doom, actually. They lose 38 to 27. Um, but 11 and 2 for Delta State. Really impressive uh, stuff from them. And Patrick was a big part of that, obviously, being the quarterback that no question why he's up there. Limestone. Thank you, wild, wild guess, right? <laughs> I wish I said I didn't get you that know on the, the camera. quarterback wearing Delta State. I, no, yeah, I could. Yeah. I didn't get that on the camera. <laughs> he pointed at it. Yeah. Um, but continuing to to move down there, Trey Stewart from Limestone. There he is, also on that graphic uh, in the sack. Jordan Terrell from Barton. Uh, Shen Butler Lawson from Minnesota State. That's a team that we talked about uh, quite a bit actually, because them and Bemidji State were both both hang- ranked hanked. Really highly Pause. in our preseason poll there. So two big time contenders from the NSIC and moving down. Darius Willis from Michigan Tech. That is a guy who we saw firsthand when we played up there at Michigan Tech. Um, I would assume y'all can offer. I mean, Kate, you probably speak yeah, to what he can film, do. Watch a lot of film on him. Yeah, yeah, he's a good player. I mean, he's just the thing about him is like he's so dynamic. He Had him out. on the pod too, by the way, a he while can, back. Yeah. So definitely he's go back and dude. check out that episode Front with Darius. He's a good dude too. Seems like a very yeah. smart player. Too, he, uh, he he's very dynamic in, in regards to he can go out and play. You know, X and come in and play the what, what's the on the inside H. Yeah, he can play the, the H. F, F. Yeah, you know whatever you're thinking. But yeah, he dynamic also in the fact that he threw a touchdown yeah, against us did. and then caught yeah. one. Uh, well, shit happens, you know. So. I but want. Darius Willis, great guy. We had him on the pod. Like you said, Trevor, very analytical dude. Like you could tell, yeah, like yeah. he's a cerebral player, um, and it definitely shows. But like, dude, still likes to have fun. Like he was hitting the gritty in the end zone after after the game he had. Cannot blame him. He might be one of the only guys in the country that could throw a touchdown, catch one, and run one in on you, which is pretty crazy to say. Um, continuing to move down the list there after Willis, you've got Dev Holmes from New Haven who just lost their starting quarterback. He was drafted to the XFL, Degenhart, Connor Degenhart, who we talked about a little bit on this program. Um, but they're poised to have a pretty big year, actually. Gage Florence from MSU Moorhead, Kyle Sheets from Slippery Rock in the PSAC, CJ Kiss from Notre Dame. That was one team I was very surprised did not make the top 25 Notre Division Dame II rankings. Yeah. Really, actually really surprised by that because that's a team that's been around yeah, for a long time. and really good. They've had, quote, I'm using air quotes, down years for their program the last couple of years. A down year for them, decent year for anybody else. Yeah. Right? Three losses. Yeah, so that Notre Dame team, expect them to bounce back and uh, do it pretty well. Tommy Washington from Newberry, a lot of sack representation on this list. You've got Justin Mead from Virginia Union at the offensive line now. Gabe Brown from Grand Valley State, back to the GLIAC. Mitch Goff from Northwest Missouri State, some team we haven't talked a whole lot about on this show. And then uh, back to the O-line at Grand Valley, Garrett Carroll. And there you go, two picks from that GVSU front five. David Bodden, the last pick there from West Georgia. And there we have it. We'll buzz through this uh, this last little little piece here. That would be the second team defense All-American team from uh, all these rankings, obviously from the College Football Network. Shout out to him. But also just to say, like, hey, we don't make these rankings. So good, bad, or indifferent. 
Yeah. Don't freaking just come a little after bit of analysis, us, yeah. right? We yeah, we're just lists. <laughs> we're breaking them down. That doesn't yeah. mean I sat through last night yeah. and put these lists together, right? Um, I I do agree with a lot of the pieces of these lists. I will say that for sure from what I know. But like we all know, you can't know everything. So you don't know until you know. Kudos to this guy, uh, right here. Couple familiar faces already. You see Ferris and Wingate there as a couple of the featured players. Marquise Fleming from Wingate. That's the featured defensive lineman right there. Uh, part of that squad. They're going to have some big pieces on both sides of the ball. Then you have Armani Burden from Virginia Union. That might be their third player on these lists. Virginia Union was ranked in the top 10 in that Division II preseason poll. Excited to see what they do this year. Uh, do believe that's an, is that a, potentially an HBCU? Don't off the top of my head, um, Jimmy. Did you ever get news on that Davenport, or did you, oh, did you yeah, forget about yeah. that? No, he, okay, uh, he's a senior this year. This will be his fifth year coming up here. Whitaker, so Whitaker yeah. is yeah, back Whitaker's for the Panthers back. for Davenport. Yeah. yeah, that's big time. Yeah, that's really big for them because he, I mean, he tore up the league for a little bit there. I think he was Gleak Offensive Player of the Week for a couple weeks. I mean, the week we, the week we, so he had the, he threw up this stat line the week before. It was like before he played us. Yeah, it was ridiculous. against. Uh, I don't know who it was, but it, you could look it up and did show you, but. He had like 437 yards, uh, like four touchdowns. Uh, like he was, he was re- he was going crazy. 404 is like, yeah. He had 400 yards. I yeah, think. and four touchdowns. Yeah, damn. So here's a stat line from Jason Whitaker, who he was named the Gleak Offensive Player of the Week. This was back in September, uh, September 26th. I believe you're talking about Northwood is the game yeah. that it looks like you're talking about. Davenport won 51-17. to 17. He set the school record with five touchdown passes, did so in the first 36 minutes of the game. That is Jeez. absurd. He tossed four in the first half, the fifth coming at the nine-minute mark in the third uh, of the third quarter. Also set a school record accounting for six touchdowns as he had a one-yard scoring run in the second quarter. He finished 21 of 29, yep. and then he had the second-best passing yardage day at Davenport. yards. 360 yards in this one. Oh. Also had the highest completion percentage of 72.4 of a quarterback to have thrown at least 20 passes in a game. Davenport also set a school record with 586 total yards in route of the Timberwolves. That's nasty. Yeah, I knew. No, that was then he played up. We played them. We got there. Yeah. The first time. Yep. Hell of a game by him, and uh, you talk about him, the wide receiving core that's coming back. We'll have to see what that front five looks like and what their backfield looks like, but you got to imagine they're going to have skill players, and they'll have some big guys up front because Davenport does not lack size, ever. So, very interesting to see what they'll do. But back to this list. Where were we at here? Devontae Bryant, West Alabama. You got defensive lineman Ian Hall from Ferris State. Linebacker Clay uh, Schuffner there from Winona State. We haven't talked a whole lot about them. John Ross May from Lenore Ryan, about their third or fourth player on this list. And then back to Wingate with linebacker uh, Devon Gilmore there. Isaac Voldstedt from Northwest Missouri State, not Mississippi. Hello. And now the final couple here, uh, Kahari Watson from Angelo State. Uh, that's a team who, top five in the country, haven't seen a whole lot of representation on these lists, which is pretty interesting. Uh, Michael Brown from Indianapolis. Andrew Pitts from Angelo State, another one there. And then uh, Amos Coleman the third from Texas A&M Kingsville. Nick Herbert, the kicker there from Delta State, we talked about already. Uh, the punter Joe Couch from Ochita Baptist. That's a hell. That might be first first uh, team all name. He gotta have a massive beard or mustache. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna he's gotta get like an nil an nil deal with NIL. Like, a, like a couch. Dude, can we set that up for? Can we set that up for homie? Actually, I'll DM him after this. Will you? Yeah, <laughs> what did you? Your mic. 
check the connection on the on the mic there. Um, just unplug it and throw it back in and get a little loose. But Joe Couch, that might be first team all name there, the punter from Uchtdorf Baptist. Uh, the return specialist, Trey Avabel from Minnesota State. And then you have long snapper Zach Fry from Shepard. Was that the only Shepard player on any of these lists, the long snapper? Yeah, and they're, they're pairing pretty high, aren't they? Yeah. Like 10? They're, they're, I believe they're in that they're in that area. Now, you lose Tyson Bajant, yeah, and you lose not only Bajant, you lose Bajant, you lose Shepard, who's in the 49ers, you lose Ronnie Brown, that dynamic running back out of the backfield, probably one of the fastest running backs. The in offensive lineman? That was Joey Fisher. Oh, Fisher, yep. yeah. And they also lost the tight end, who signed in a UDFA deal with the Baltimore Ravens. And you're like, holy shit. Four guys going from that D2 team to the NFL? Yeah. That was How do you replicate that success? You do it again. Next man up. Do it again. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That is, uh, that's pretty you good. You asked me how to replicate it. Yeah. No. <laughs> a little bit easier said than done, though. Yeah. Uh, but, Let's okay, something that uh, we wanted to take a look at here, that's all for the All-American teams, but we kind of talked about it right in the middle of that, are the New Jerseys from Wayne State football. Those and boys, Those are something we else. can take a look at these because these not Detroit Wayne State, not Wayne State University. Most of our audience, Wayne is State, probably, yes. this is the Wayne State in Nebraska. Thank you correct? for clarifying. Yeah. These are in Nebraska. Um, if you cannot tell by this guy's haircut, they are definitely in Nebraska. Um, <laughs> but they, on, on a serious note, this is Wayne State College, not Wayne State University. I don't care, college, university. School of Technology and Arts. These jerseys are hard. Yeah, those snapped. are sweet. Simple. It kind of looks like uh, Northwest Missouri's uh, pants. Oh, with the, the oh, because yeah. of the little claw right there. Yeah. I kind of see that. I kind of see yeah. that. But there's, I'll show you. Go through a couple of pictures here. We might be able to actually get the little announcement video up, pulled up here just in just a second. But I mean, with black and white jerseys, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You keep it simple, and that's the the very safe way to play it with these, yeah, cause right? Because yeah. you let the black or the white really do the talking. And on these, I think they totally did that when you have the yellow that contrasts so well. Yeah, so I can't wait to see our whites, bro. Yeah, dang, look at that. With the so what are those? Too. What kind of material are we talking about on the helmets? There, it almost looks like a. Is it like, like a matte, matte black? Yeah, yeah it's it like a matte yeah. black. Yeah, because those like are matte black. Those are crisp. Yeah, <laughs> those sharp looking uniforms. Very. And how about the chain? What the sleeve? The tattoo sleeve, too. Hell, Come shout on. out 90. Shout out to number 90. I 90 did a couple. 90 definitely. Over, under, on how many push-ups he did in preparation for this photo shoot, though? I'd say he put it couple. like 10 and a half. Couple. You said 10. You said the, the over, under at 10 and a half? Well, yeah. If, if there's a guy like, if that's like a habit of yours, like you take push-ups before a picture, you're not going to rip out two and then be like, yeah, I'm good. I was going to say like 25. Oh. <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> that's a big-ass big dude. I'm just saying, 10 push I'm saying, you probably don't even feel that. Uh, but we can we can keep ripping through. Uh, there's a better look at kind of the full unit. The white gloves. How do we, how do we feel about white gloves? The gold gloves would be the move, yeah, right? Gold, gold or black. Sweet. Now, this actually makes me, reminds me a little bit of the UW Oshkosh uniforms, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oshkosh like has some yeah. pretty clean, dark uniforms that I do remember. Uh, shout out uh, Kobe Berghammer, I think, was one of them. And yeah. then their receiver was another. I don't know if Berghammer had the glove on, but um, their receiver definitely had the one who caught the, one of the tuds against us. He had the gold gloves. I remember just looking at them pregame, like, clean fit. That's a clean little thread right there. Yeah. And I think there was, was there one more? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm sold in the white gloves. Yeah, the white the jerseys gloves are dope. They don't match. They don't don't match. No. It doesn't match anything. They're no, it really doesn't. Does he have shoulder pads on in this or no? No. 
I think that's like the jersey folding up because like I feel like you'd be able to see it more. Why does his wrist look broken? Yeah, I don't know. His wrist looks. Yeah, I have never seen somebody have a muscle in that area of their arm. His arm's either dislocated or he's been doing a little like some of these. Look at his other arm though. Just same. It's the same shit. Look at his other arm. It's like a dip. Looks like a linebacker, a fullback. We're hating on this guy. No, we're not. Oh, hating. We're actually kind of like no, we're kind of shouting him out because it's impressive yeah. almost. <laughs> it does. Look his hey, he'll beat my ass. <laughs> oh, no shit. I yeah, I don't really know. I'm not exactly sure what's going on with that. But the white gloves are whack. I can't lie. I cannot get behind the white gloves. (laughs) Who's taking these pictures and was like, yeah, go get your white gloves and put it up? Like, come on. I guess guess it kind of is matching because it's the Under Armour, Under Armour. But brands and matching colors are two totally different. Jimmy, I would assume all their gloves are Under Armour if they're Under Armour. The jerseys are Under Armour. Yeah, man. Um, Let me see real quick if I can't. Grab the actual um, video that was associated with this because they did have uh, quite the sweet video here. But I have to go back and uh, take a look at that. But, yeah, I mean, as far as the jerseys go, like, that's pretty clean. I do have the video right here. You want to pull that up? I say yes. Yes. Oh, sure. Okay. Oh, sure. 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 By the way, by the way. Do what not take those seats for granted because I've been turning up. My neck's getting. Over. I know. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying over here. I need a brace or something. Oh my goodness! That's All where right. I used well, to be, Jim. Yeah, I know. We can uh, before we talk about any of that. Let's take a look at these. The volume up. I'm not sure if it is. This looks like Star Wars or something. You're gonna see. It almost is like a little bit of a lightsaber vibe. There we are. Running back turbo. Lightsaber accent. Looks Speed it up. That's oh, that's, that's, oh, the black gloves like are clean. There's the black gloves. Speed it up. Speed it up. Maybe they're just really big gloves oh. under the line. Hard. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, that like hard. That for sure. Clean. Like that. that clean. Like, first of all, can we get shout out to the creative team the over there? Team, like, yeah. that was shout badass, out. dude. That media they killed that. Show. They actually killed that. Like, kudos, hats off to you guys because. Kind of the flow and everything. They're like this little sequence that comes up right here with the glove and then the cleat the right vibe, here. Like the vibe is And sick. the sound design is clean. I had the sound turned up for that first playthrough. I turned it off now that we're just talking about it. The sound design was clean. Like, so you they're get, not Under Armour because they have Adidas on. Those That oh, says that's, Under Armour right the there. the cleats, bro. Go back to the cleats. The cleats are Adidas? Yes. You're telling me they showed... They did. Did they actually show Watch. Adidas cleats with the Under Armour unis? I think, I think I saw... All right, we're going we're gonna, to... We get to the, we get to the bottom of this. Oh, oh wow, shit. That's three stripe gang right there. Got his ass. Got his ass. Oh man. It's like that one Oh I shit. Those are Adidas socks. <laughs> it's like that one dude. They uh, are Adidas socks with Adidas cleats. Yeah. What are we doing? Uh, I don't know. Wayne don't State know. College. Well, what are we doing? Well, think about this though. Um what if they don't get like shoes or cl- uh gloves supplied to them? They have to get those. You don't know. They have you to. Know. I mean, we didn't look at they? like the funding. Well, I mean, at least for us at, at style, I mean, it might be a little bit smaller budget. But we don't get gloves or anything like that. You don't, you don't get cleats. Yeah, uh, you have to get I cleats. Get, I didn't get cleats. Really? No, I mean, maybe it was just because I got there for the spring. Okay, interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I was talking to my buddy. I feel like they gotta throw you no, cleats. Like, I feel like it's like, necessary. Because like on my on my on my visit there, they're like, yeah, we'll get you like cleats and gloves and everything. And then I I show up like a month later, and they're like, yeah, we don't have cleats and gloves. <laughs> but like, yeah, not, like I'm there to play football. I'm not there to like wear like. Cleats and gloves, but like, I but need like, those. you kind of do need cleats to play football. <laughs> yeah, at yeah some point. but I don't need them. Like, I don't know. I don't need them. Like, giving to me. I can just <laughs> get them or something. I hear you, but um, 
Either way, again, kudos to the the media team over here for knocking this video out of the freaking park. Yeah, that's a nice. Video. Um, we might have to get a little flag prop for the uh, the old photo shoot. Yeah, do some shit like this. Yeah, I don't know what exactly they were thinking with the lightsaber. Now we got Kobe um, brainstorming for his own stuff now too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I don't know exactly what they're thinking with the lightsaber, but I think it works with the black, like that rim light right there. Dope. Um, yeah. Pretty clean. I think that's yeah. about all we need to talk about on that, huh? Yeah. Uh, pretty cool stuff from uh, from Wayne State there. And we can move on to talk about... What do we say, fellas? Do we go Top Gun or new rules for Division One visits? New rules. New finish rules. off with Top Gun. New rules yeah. and then finish off yeah. on a little bit of... Uh, cool, cool vibe. Yeah, a little bit of uh, beach football. All right. So before we get any of that, here we are. And this is uh, kudos to the football scoop. Great source of uh, all things college football. The NCAA is increasing official visits to 70, and they're extending the removal of the signing limit. That's the headline for this article. We're going to talk a little bit about what that means here. And the basic premise, guys, the Division I Council on Friday approved a proposal from the Football Oversight Committee to increase the number of allowed official visitors from 56 to 70. Division I, first of all, let's say Division I. This is a Division I rule. A school... Can bring in seventy kids at once, technically, on an official visit. Holy I don't believe. Shit. I don't believe that's at once. I think that's probably a year. I'm assuming that's oh. got to be a year, correct? I don't know, dude. I feel like that could be definitely be one, like weekend or something. There's, there's no, no, way. no there's because, no way. because, because about an official no, visit. No. Okay, yeah. okay. What's do you guys know? Like the different because do they pay you to come out there? Like for the official visit, like pay for like your flight and stuff. Is that yeah. what official yes, is? Yes, they okay, pay okay. for that. They're okay. paying for your flight. They're paying for your lodging. They're paying for your food. Yeah. They're oh, okay. so you're not bringing in. Like think kids. about it, bro. Remember you're when talking Arch, about Arch Manning went to went to uh oh yeah, and they yeah, spent yeah, like yeah, one yeah. one and a half or a hundred thousand dollars or something. They shit, built him like an ice series. sculpture. It was like one. Wasn't like one million dollars or some shit? Yeah, it was it's something crazy. Like that. They did. You didn't remember? They that? did. Oh, I like, see that. There was an ice sculpture for Arch Manning. Yeah, there was. That, uh, Why was that in Texas? I don't know. His last name. Yeah, dude, that thing probably lasted thirty seconds. Are you serious? Well, dude, like you got to think like. Archie, do you think he's gonna think he'll be or Arch, 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 <laughs> Arch. Uh, yeah, but uh, is he? He'll probably be the three at Texas this year behind Ewers and uh, who's Hudson, the other one? Hudson Carr. Hudson Carr. Yeah, he was like the number eight recruit. Hudson Carr was, but then obviously, I mean, he's also, so this piece comes off news that uh, the rule eliminating recruits to five official visits, which was a rule that was in place for quite some time, that is no more. The Division One Council removed that a little while back. Recruits are uh, they officially can visit as many schools as their schedule allows, but they are still limited to only one official per school, provided there is no head coaching change. So if there's a head coaching change, these recruits can head back and obviously get acquainted with the new staff and new workings or whatever. But I have to imagine this number of 70, that is a yearly number. You're allowed to bring in 70 guys yeah. on an yeah, official visit. Yeah, that's got to be, dude. That, that You're makes, not bringing 70 sense. guys yeah. in on a weekend. That They don't yeah. have... Yeah. College football is a big money industry. They don't have that kind of money. They yeah. don't have the buku bucks to do that. Yeah. Um, the increase comes on a trial basis for now. It's a one-year period beginning on April 1st of so it's April 1st of 2023. So that's past. Um, so it's in. It's already in effect. Uh, I don't know why that, that was just part of it. But um, moving down here, there were some other pieces to this as well, is... That the council extended the waiver, removing the initial counter limit for Division One football programs, which now lasts through 2024-25 athletic year. So it used to be the rule was that you could only bring in 25 players. That was like the initial counter limit. And this rule was put into effect because teams were signing more players than they could bring on. They're offering 200, 300 players 
you can only bring on 25. Yeah. Right. At a time, they were saying. Yeah. So between high school, JUCO, transfer, board, all that stuff, right? Walk-on scholarship. You only bring on 25 guys. They've totally removed this rule. And programs are permitted to sign as many players as they want, provided they remain at, at or under the 85-man scholarship limit, or for FCS, the 63 scholarship limit. I don't know how I feel about that. Because like that's encouraging guys on the team and like just filling beds, dude. No, no, no. That's not um that's not really what it's about. I mean they, they still can't give out more scholarships than eighty five. So what yeah, they can, can take do, more walk ons. They can promise like PWOs, hey, like yeah, walk ons walk ons sorry, Trevor. Walk ons were not part of this original ruling, I believe. Twenty five. So, Twenty five so, is scholarship so, players. Then now it's now that's taken. So it's really just affecting the scholarship players. So you can take as many as you want. So now if you're Deion Sanders and you inherit a team that you lose half of it immediately, which is already it was already into effect, they're just extending the waiver that removed that count. So Deion was already able to do this. Imagine if Deion came into Colorado and, okay, you lost, say you lost 40, 30 to 40 scholarship guys, which I think he did actually. I think he might have lost more than He might have. You might be right. But yeah. say that happens and the NCAA is telling him, hey, you can only replace 25 of these guys on scholarship. The rest you just would not be able to use. Is that so? It's a good thing, I guess, right? Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. It's for teams like if you have a rebuild or like a coaching change. Yeah. So you can actually fill a team is essentially what it's for, I think. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I don't love about it is that it's going to really encourage the use of the portal and really getting deep into the portal and just if something's not working out right now, boom, brand new portal guy. Yeah, and like right? that's, that's the thing. It's like you don't want you don't want college football to turn into like NFL free agency. It's damn close. Don't, it is. Uh, damn it is. No, but like, I mean, obviously, I've benefited. It, from damn, portal, it is there, like, dude. It's there. Yeah, I know. I think it's a little different when you get a little bit older. If you graduate or something, you need to go to. Well, a gra- school you for, could for always education. Grad- yeah, of course. But like, you've always been able to graduate. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the pro- exactly. very different and I, for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think for me, I benefited from it because you know I stuck it out in Northern for four years, graduated. But then it's like I could have went went for a year and be like, oh no, I want to leave. But like that's the problem. It's like too many kids are just showing up and playing for a year and then yeah leaving. Totally. I think not to go into the the transfer transfer portal tangent, but like there just needs to be more knowledge on it. Like I feel like these kids, I, th- I we've talked about it so many times. They're making the kind of rash decisions. They're man. making yeah, rash like decisions. Really quick, yeah. emo- emotion based decisions. Not yeah, exactly. Logic, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Totally agree. Now another piece um, to kind of touch on this even more. Ole Miss they infamously signed thirty seven recruits in two thousand nine. Thirty seven. That didn't make sense. Like wow. Um, but. Uh, it's just like you're signing players you don't have room for, which is pretty wild. Um, How many players can you have on a roster? That's a great question. I have so, if no, you sign because obviously you're only allowed to have the 85 at the FBS level. You're allowed the 85 scholarship athletes, okay. but then from there the lines get kind of blurry because if you look at like Ferris State for example, you could scroll through that roster for days. Yeah. These yeah. guys don't even have numbers, but they're on the team. Yeah, this so, is gonna be, this is gonna be really random. But the first thing that came to mind for me, like. What did UAB do? Like, did they get an exemption? Like, remember that they lost oh, their, their program yeah, for a couple I do years? remember that. And they yeah. came back? Like, did they that's get an exemption? That's a great question, actually. I don't know the answer to that, but that's a really good question. They had to have. They had to have. Yeah, something. Because they, they literally did not have a team. <clears throat> I mean, for that situation, you would assume they got that the exemption. NCAA would give them some type of leeway to do that because yeah. how the hell else would you be able to reinvigorate a program? I mean, yeah, you'd hope so. And it's not like it's a – they're like a legit Division One program. Oh, so yeah. They're really like they're in Conference yeah. GSA. Yeah. yeah. Oh, are they still in Conference USA, or do they are they making the move? Because we just talked about Conference Realignment. Like the other we day. talked about them yesterday. I think we did. Or not or last episode. Psh, last episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, all right, Louisville. 
Yeah. Yep. Let's do it. Louisville. Let me get the yeah. Louisville. I say Louisville. I say Louisville too. Uh, let's get this guy pulled up here. And uh, the first playthrough, guys, we're gonna we're just gonna watch and just we're just soak it in. How's that sound? Did you see this, Jim? I don't think I have. All right, hold on here. So this video is from Louisville Football, and for those who have not seen Top Gun, it might not make a whole lot of sense to you. But this video is hilarious. It's it's not perfect, but it's basically a shot by shot remake of the field football. What the hell do they call it in the movie? I forget. But with Tom Cruise and the gang, Miles Teller, all them. Out on the beach playing football, doing a little team bonding. These guys doing the same thing with head coach uh, Jeff Brom. And it looks like some offensive linemen, some other random guys. They're all – enough talking. I will let the, the video kind of uh, talk for itself here. out here playing some ball why are we doing this we're creating a team brady here's our team I ain't worried about it. oh it is like wow, i mean we cute. talked about production quality earlier guys oh, and like don't get me wrong that wayne state media team they knocked out that little uniform reveal this shit is next level. Like Looks we're like talking we're... a lot of pre-production, a lot of planning. You got a full out, full fledged shot list and pre-visualizations going on. You matching color grades. You're doing. This is like this is big time. And Looks like Hollywood. Like, the, like the, yeah. the, the the look they had, the the, the dress exactly. vibe. Like. Exactly. All the vibes are like <clears throat> just right there, man. And I love, of course, the coaches Tom Cruise in the the remake, which is just yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. There's the <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, I, mean, oh, I need to so see it. That's the infamous, the Miles Teller, and I don't. It's a little bit of Who a lazy. That? Kick, the guy kind of looks like it's him. It's a little. He does. I'm assuming that's why he was chosen yeah. for Who the is role. It? I don't know. If you want to pull up, should we pull up a roster? We need yeah, to know we'll Trevor. Trying to name the, Trevor, yeah, someone pull up a roster. That, yeah. Why does it look like Marcus Mariota is playing for the Louisville Cardinals in this? Marcus Mariota. That looks like him to me. Louis does not. Does in not the face? No. I'm tweaking that apparently. Yes. But <laughs> who is we got to find that out. But the Miles Teller dance is on point. Well, I don't know why. I don't think in the movie they're not in, like all in jeans, but I could be totally wrong. Maybe they are. But the jeans was absolutely hilarious. Um vibes absolutely immaculate in this. But the one question for me, you guys. First of all, he's a new head coach here. He's an alum. I believe he played quarterback for the Cardinals back in the day. Um, ever since Lamar obviously won the Heisman, they've been going in and out of mediocrity. A ACC, correct? Yes. And you know what? For a first-year head coach to be doing this, it's pretty cool. 
I think that's pretty cool. And he's not obviously worried about kind of some of the uh, the images that you know that come with this, or kind of the the narrative that comes along with this. You think other ACC teams are they eating this up, or do they fucking hate this? That's the question I wanted to actually just pose to you. Probably guys. depends on you know. I, I mean, there's not like there, there, so if, I'm, if I'm sitting here, if I'm sitting here, biggest rival Kentucky. that'd be Kentucky for Kentucky, sure. Yeah. yeah. Wait, but they're, they're, they're not even the same. But I know, but that's still a big rivalry. It's in state. I think know, it's but, Kentucky, but yeah. I don't know. Well, oh, like, definitely it's Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. If I, here's yeah you are right. They're SEC though, which yeah. I understand. But I do believe that's their. I don't know about in conference rival though. Yeah. Well, they sure. haven't been quite Clemson. as. Probably is Clemson their biggest probably. rival. Probably. Think about the ACC, not Duke. Yeah. Not Wake Forest. Probably Clemson. Probably yeah. It might be in conference. Not Syracuse. Yeah. I don't know. Syracuse might be. No, but definitely. I mean, I mean, they're not shitting on them or anything. Yeah. Like, I don't think they would give. A, I don't really think they would give a shit. Yeah. If, I mean, if I'm sitting here, if I'm like one of Louisville's rival players, and I'm just watching this, I'm like, hey, this is still pretty cool. I mean, I'm not just gonna sit here and act like it's not cool. But you think so, or do guys, are guys really watching this? Like, he's fucking. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna light this dude up, and then they're definitely. Yeah, that's how I. Oh, would. they're I so they're just, getting they're chirped just, for this, right? Like, I mean, you they're have just kind of having fun. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. Oh, I love it. But, like, I just know that my opinion sometimes is not of those yeah. who are, you know what I mean, Facts. the guys who are going to be playing. It's easy for guys. us to say, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's pretty easy for us. Yeah. Either way, hats yeah. off. Do we have any confirmation on who is doing the Miles Teller dance? Because this is uh, going to make or break my night, Trevor. Go. I have failed because their roster, you have to click each guy individually. To see a picture? To see a picture. That's crazy. Louisville, do better. That's crazy. We just made a freaking minute and a half masterpiece. And but we can't, can't see a picture on a roster. It's probably on the on the, the desktop version or something. You probably I feel like oh he's yeah. a quarterback, but I I'm, me, he's, uh, I'm getting quarterback I'll do it. vibes I'll from that it. kid I'll too. Do it. He's definitely probably a quarterback, but I could be wrong. Here we go, Louisville football roster. This needs <laughs> is it Jack Plum Plummer? Jack Plummer's first team all name as well. Oh, it's Jack Plummer, guys. Let me see. Oh, guys, it's Wasn't Jack Plummer. Wasn't he at Purdue with Brown Yes, before? this is Jack yeah, Plummer. Look at Jack Plummer that right was here. Definitely him. That's de- this is definitely Plummer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's our guy right yeah. there. There, I mean, that's Miles Teller. I mean, Jack we got, Plummer. We gotta tag him in this. We might have to throw Plummer. Yeah, he I mean, hey, he definitely, he definitely, you know. Shout out to Plummer. He hit that shit. Hey, yeah, and a boy. Him in nice. the cards. Nice. Hey, you didn't see Jack Ryder in that 20. video, did you? Because he's at Louisville right now. Yeah, I don't imagine uh, he made the cut for the video. I don't, know, I don't know. I didn't see him in there. But <laughs> shout out Ryder, Louisville. Yes, you guys didn't even play with him, did you? No. Nope. They have no idea who that is. Uh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> he, he's at Northern. He's, he's, he's like he dark. He's like and him then, and and then made his way over there. Yeah. yeah, but nope. I I don't imagine he uh, made the cut for that one. But that's all for Division One Rejects. Thank you very much for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back on Tuesday with another great episode.